concentrated power of will. 5% pleasure, 50% Welcome to the final episode of Smoky College Football Picks with the Bandit for 2015. You won't be hearing from us for yet another eight months after this episode. So have a good year, and if you die, I guess just stay subscribed to the show. How you doing today, Bandit? <laughs> Smoky, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for like uh, telling all the listeners what to do if they die, but I, I know that, that, that they should definitely stay subscribed. Uh, tell your heirs to keep you uh, subscribed to the podcast. Man, we're coming down the final stretch, and we got some great games. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm fired up. We got some good games. Yeah, you know we've we, you and I on the, our last. You know we're recording this only a few days after our last episode. Uh, we got uh, we you and I agreed on eleven of twelve, which was a first for the show. I'm interested to see how we agree on this final stretch of games. Yeah, that, that, that'll be really interesting. You know, I got to tell you, we, we're recording this podcast without all of the Wednesday games being in. Uh, there is one game final as of the t- recording here, and that's Memphis did beat Auburn. Awesome. Surprise, surprise. Auburn can play defense once they got rid of Muschamp. They held them to zero offensive touchdowns, and that's a, a very good quarterback. I, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but, but for Memphis, the guy is uh, – Holding him to, to to no touchdowns is a pretty good feat. So how'd Memphis win the game then? No, no, no. Auburn beat Memphis thirty-one to ten or something like that. Oh damn it! I thought you said Memphis won. I was like, I picked Memphis in my pool. No, we we agreed on 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 all those games, and we've only missed like one or two games out of that. So Memphis game, I think, is our second miss out of like seven games. So I think we're doing pretty well so far. Yeah, but I missed. I had Memphis in my confidence pool, so I'm pissed off about that. Ah, well, they just they just couldn't deal with a a, a defense fired up after losing Muschamp. So what do we got right. going on now? All right, so we got we got we got uh, the the New Year's Eve uh, bowls here. We got we got three big bowls. Start with the Peach Bowl. We got Houston and Florida State. Florida State's a seven point favorite. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I like Florida State to cover this. I got a lot of confidence on them winning this game. I'm still upset about Memphis though. <laughs> <laughs> still upset about Memphis. Paxton Lynch, that's who I was trying to think of, is a quarterback at Memphis. He's supposedly a pro prospect. He didn't do much against the Auburn defense. Uh, but you like FSU. I agree with you here. That's one for one that we agree on. I like uh, Florida State to cover the seven. You know, they look pretty damn good against Florida, although some of that is how bad Florida's offense is. But I think they can handle Houston. Yeah, so do I. So do I. All right, so getting into uh, the first semifinal game here. The number one team in all the land is an underdog in uh, the Orange Bowl. Playing Oklahoma, we got Clemson. Oklahoma's a four-point favorite. What do you think about this one? Oh, did you hear last night three Clemson players were suspended and sent home? No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Were they were they key players or were they scrubs? Uh, I think one of them was a top wide receiver. Oh, okay. Well, that's not that's not a good uh, distraction to have going into the game. Yeah, I, I had Clemson, uh, you know, in my confidence pool. I wasn't uh, as as confident on this game as the other matchup, but uh, I think I'm still going to take Clemson. Uh, big game boob does not perform well in uh, big games, so I'm going to stick with my Clemson pick here. 
Yeah, you know, we, we lock in the picks before the show. I didn't, I didn't know uh, the news on the three Clemson uh, players suspended. I had Clemson before the show. I'm sticking with them. I still think that they're the most talented team on both sides of the ball, and this seems like this is just their year uh, to win the national title, although we can get into national title picks here after we talk about this next game, the other semifinal, the uh, Cotton Bowl. We've got Michigan State and Alabama. Uh, not surprisingly, Alabama's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, it's a lot of points, though. Uh, what do you think about that one? Yeah, I think Alabama wins this game, but when playing with points, I'm going to take the nine-and-a-half. Uh, I'm hoping they could keep it within ten, but I, I definitely think Alabama wins the game, but I, I would take the points on this one. Yeah, I agree with you. That's three in a row that we agree on. Uh, I like Michigan State to keep it close. I like Alabama to win this game uh, uh, and and to win a, a, a squeaker, a close one, maybe a field goal game. I like Michigan State getting the nine and a interesting, half as well. Interesting off-the-field news. There's yes. speculation that uh, Saban is getting sick and tired of Tuscaloosa, and if you lose more than a game a year, it's a failure. So be interesting to see in the offseason uh, – if he might head to the pros, but uh, that was a little rumor I heard today. You know what? I mean, he, he did not leave the Miami Dolphins on very good terms the, the last time around. I, I think that a team would be hesitant, and the team that would be looking for him would be somebody like uh, uh, the uh, like Philly, uh, the, the Eagles, after releasing. I saw, how do you, re- what's the difference between releasing and firing a coach? Chip I don't Kelly, know, but I, there's no way in the world the Eagles hire a college coach after what they just went through with Chip Kelly. No way in the yeah, world. There's no, there's no way. He's, he's going to have to look elsewhere. He's going to have to look at, at uh, you know, a team like – he. I mean, Miami's not going to ask him back. They would be a team – Hey, it's available. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's a possible available job. So, I mean, it, it'll be really interesting to see what kind of move he makes. I think, I think Saban's just grumbling, trying to temper expectations because, really, he's going into the playoff without the best team. And um, and I got to ask you here. We just talked about the four teams that are in the semifinal. Who's your pick for the uh, the, the championship game, and who wins that game? Well, uh, I think it's going to be Clemson, Alabama, and I'm going to go with with these suspended players. I think it was drug uh, related, so that would tell me they're going to be suspended for more, multiple games. I'm going to go with Alabama to win it all. All right, all right. That's. You know, that's, that's a pretty good pick. I, I, I thought about going the same way here. You know, one of the things that I'm looking at is they're, I, I, I like Alabama. I think that they're the, the – I'm going to take the same matchup, but I'm going to go the other way. I think Clemson's going to win that matchup. They're not going to be favored in the game. If they're not favored against Oklahoma, they're certainly not going to be favored against a team uh, like Alabama. But I'm going to – I just think it's Dabu's year, man. Dabu Sweeney going to do some dancing. Uh, and that they're going to win the national title. I like Clemson, uh, the number one seed, all the way there. So I like the matchup. I picked the same teams, but I got Clemson. By the way, any chance you think Chip Kelly ends up at Georgia? Um, no, I don't think so. I think there's a better chance he ends up at USC. Yeah, they're speculating Tennessee Titans, but uh, you know he's got Mariota there. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if he doesn't end up in Tennessee – if he ends up at USC. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could see him maybe making another chance at the pros. I think he's got 
that whole uh, ego uh, side of him where he doesn't want to admit that he was a failure in the NFL. And if they give him another NFL coaching job, it'd be tough for him to turn down. But I think of the college programs, USC is going to pony up some money to get Chip Kelly. I think, I well, think that's where he lands. By the way, the Philadelphia Inquirer, taking, and that's the name of the big newspaper in Philly, taking, uh, I guess they're taking one out of the New York Daily News' page. Did you hear about the huge headline in the paper today? No. What what, what was it? Dead duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. What's the New York Daily News that was similar to that? Well, they always have the headlines like that, the Daily News. They always, you know, come up with these great headlines and everything. And uh, I thought that was just so... Uh, such a great headline for a, a Chip Kelly firing <laughs> dead duck. That is, that is. Although they released him, so I guess other teams could claim him <laughs> if they wanted him to coach for them this year. But um, I guess he's going to clear waivers. By the way, I was just listening to another podcast, The Ephus. If you're a baseball fan, you should give a listen. I just started listening to uh, all their old episodes. I forget the name of the player, so this was like the 1950s. They, they, what, what do you think the worst thing to be traded for would be? Bats and balls. No, this this, this guy was traded for a used car. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I, I hope it was a Cadillac or something. They, they didn't say the make of the car, but, I, I mean, imagine walking in the, the uh, we got it, we, we traded you, okay? Who was I traded for? Uh, not who, what. <laughs> We got Herbie the Love Bug to Dude, play your position. That would be a used car worth getting. Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> That's about the only one. Oh no! Uh, what about Kit or the eighteen van? Oh, the eighteen van, not so much. Uh, it's just cool looking on the outside. It's it, although in today's day and age, if you saw the eighteen van, it's kind of like a to catch a predator type situation. You got to call the neighborhood watch on that one. Um, Kit was awesome, though. Definitely Kit would be, be worth it. If I got traded for Kit, I'd be pretty excited. Yeah, and you get a, a drunk Michael Knight in the car with you. <laughs> Eating a cheeseburger or something like that. I agree with you. All right, well, that does it for the New Year's Eve games. Uh, uh, Smokey, you got, big, you got big New Year's Eve plans? You going to go to watch the ball drop or what? Uh, whose balls? <laughs> Oh, I can not imagine that you're a big fan of Times Square in the middle of uh, uh, New Year's Eve. No, no, you would never catch me. Uh, I'd have to be kidnapped by ISIS and taken there to get me there any any which way. <laughs> that would be your ISIS torture, would be uh, uh, Times Square on New Year's Eve. I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the codes. I'll give you the codes. I I, uh, I denounce America. <laughs> <laughs> you start learning. You start learning Arabic pretty quick. Yeah. Um, all right. So going past the, uh, the the to the New Year's Day bowls, we got the Outback Bowl. We got Tennessee and Northwestern. Uh, Tennessee's an eight point favorite. Who you like? Does the Big Ten ever beat the SEC? No. Very rarely. Well, they will in the game after this, but yeah, not, yeah. Not, I, I agree with you, not in this game. Tennessee should cover this. Very, if they if they don't, the only way Northwestern beats Tennessee is if they're doing tests. <laughs> if, if it's a multiple choice uh, exam, exactly. that, that's the only way that that that, that works. I'm that's taking great. Tennessee to cover. Yeah, I like Tennessee to cover as well. 
Uh, it's going to be too much Josh Dobbs. I don't think Northwestern will be able to, to keep uh, uh, the, the score close. And I could see Tennessee's offense rolling in this one. I like him to cover the eight. Um, I said I kind of gave away my pick on this one. Um, we got Florida and Michigan playing in the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl. Just had to get all that out. Uh, Michigan's a five-point favorite. Who you like in this one? Uh, first off, side note, Will Greer, still biggest scumbag in the country. Just had to get that in there. Um, uh, Greg, has he announced where he wants to go? No, I think I, I, he'll, he'll wait and do it. You know, instead of like, there's no respectable way to do what he's doing. He'll probably announce like five minutes before the Gators take the field. Okay, yeah, he'll probably do it. He'll probably do it on New Year's Eve or something like that, and it'll be all the news before the the Gator game uh, on New Year's Day. Uh, does he pull? How upset would you be if he pulls a Cam Newton, who, by the way, was suspended at Florida for stealing a laptop? dismissed from the team, and then ended up winning the Heisman at Auburn. What if he goes to Auburn, wins the Heisman and a national title? Well, first off, you have to remember, uh, stealing laptops at Auburn is legal, so that's why Cam Newton transferred there. Do they even know what a laptop is at Auburn? Uh, I think they just got like those computers, like in Remo Williams, that fill up an entire room. <laughs> All right. How upset would you be if Greer transfers someplace and is very successful? Uh, I would be very upset. It would tell me that there's no God. Maybe he transfers to Ohio State, and and it's like the the entire empire, Darth Vader and his apprentice meeting together. That's a nice little Star Wars reference for you. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully it'll be like the last three, so they'll be shitty. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Very good. I had if to curse there. Ohio State, I think your head would explode. Hopefully he'd become the Hayden Christensen of quarterbacks, which is <laughs> not good. That's <laughs> not good. That's not good. All right, so I like uh, I, I like Michigan to, to cover the five points. What, what, who, who do you like uh, here? Uh, Michigan by 15. That's easy. Well, the defense, they're all concerned about going pro. Michigan's going to wax Florida, Miyagi yeah. style. Over, over under three players from Florida that announced before the end of January 1st that they're going pro. Well, you, first off, you missed my Michigan's going to wax Florida, Miyagi style line. I <laughs> just had to repeat that one. Very good. I'm taking Michigan as my lock. I didn't get that part in. Oh, I'm, I'm locking this up, lock. too. I'm sorry, but I'm locking this one up, too. The double lock, we've never had that before on the show. Uh, the last podcast of 2015, we get the double lock on Michigan against both of our alma maters. If you do not bet Michigan listening to the podcast, you're an idiot. Um, I, I'm going to put all my virtual dollars on it. The only way I can forgive Will Greer is if Harris has, like, the dirt on Will Greer and said, you will transfer, I'll, I'll make this public. <laughs> That's the only way I can think of it. Yeah, there's nothing to be said about that game. I mean, I really – I think McIlwain has done a pretty good job at Florida. Harbaugh's done a great job at Michigan. That's what the storyline's going to be in this game. But Michigan's just going to be too much for Florida. And hopefully – McIlwain's doing a great job recruiting, from what I understand. Florida will be better next year. Yeah, and, you know, we already had a lot of our key players announced they were going pro as far as Kelvin Taylor and uh, what's the cornerback that I think? Vernon Hargraves. Hargraves announced he was going pro, and uh, 
you know, they kicked the def- Alex McAllister. He could be a first-round pick, and they kicked him off the team, so he had to go pro. Well, there's a guy playing for the Cincinnati Bengals right now named Carlos Dunlap, who was a uh, first or second-round pick. First. He's a, he's a multi-time pro bowler, but do you remember what he did before the bowl game? Was he the one that got drunk and fell asleep at the wheel? Yes, he found a, he fell asleep at a stoplight, drunk in his car, like a week before the, the bowl game, and uh, was arrested on DUI. And you know what they call that, Urban Meyer discipline at its finest. That's right, that's right. At least he didn't kill somebody. Yeah, I was just thinking, uh, uh, he's like, well, at least I'm not Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Anybody can say that. Okay, but, over, uh, under, over, under, did Urban Meyer know that Aaron Hernandez had killed three people, over or under? <laughs> and over, it's definitely over. And that's a great transition, because our next game that we're talking about is, I'm really surprised, the Fiesta Bowl has got Notre Dame and Ohio State and Ohio State's favored by six and a half points. That's not the part that I'm surprised about. Do you know who the sponsor of the Fiesta Bowl is? Uh, is it that place that gave all the players tattoos in Ohio State a few years ago? <laughs> it could be. I could give you like a hundred years to guess the, the the sponsor, and you wouldn't get it. It used to be Tostitos. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Since Urban Meyer's coaching, it's the Connecticut. No. Massachusetts Correctional Facility. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's not a bail. It's not Chico's Bells Bonds either. That'd be nice, awesome uh, if it was. It would be great if it was a Chico's Bells Bonds. Uh, DeVry? DeVry Institute? I, I, I'm not even going to tell. Why don't you ask the, 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 the listeners and, and give them the Twitter handle? I'm not even going to give them the answer. The, the answer is hilarious. I'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah, uh, tweet us in if you know the answer to who the sponsor of the Ohio State Notre Dame game is and the uh, Fiesta Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, uh, which once was called the Fiasco Bowl when Nebraska played Florida. And you can tweet us in at Smoky Bandit CFB or email us in uh, more than 140 words. Tell us how funny we are at Smoky and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com. All right, so back to the game. We've got Ohio State as a six and a half point favorite over Notre Dame. Um, we've agreed on every game so far. Don't don't disappoint me. Who you like in this one? I think Notre Dame has a ton of injuries headed into this game. I'm going to have to go with Ohio State. Uh, Cadillac Jones' last game as a college player, and I don't even think he's playing. <laughs> okay, well, you just broke the streak right there. I like Notre Dame in this one. I know that they have a lot of injuries. I just think that Ohio State this entire year has been so Jekyll and Hyde. Um, I don't think that their players have much much to go on here. They got a bunch of characters over there. Um, who knows who's going to be playing quarterback? Is it Cardell Jones? Is it JT Barrett? Who who is it? It's going to be Cardell Jones, I think. So it's not going to be um, Cadillac Jones, what I called him. <laughs> <laughs> Cadillac Jones, that's right. And um, Ezekiel Elliott has already announced that he's going pro, if I remember correctly. Um, I, I like Notre Dame and, and uh, not Chip Kelly. But Brian Kelly to uh, to get it done. I like him to win this game outright, and I like him getting the six and a half. Wasn't so there a the ca- wasn't there a Cadillac running back at Auburn? Yeah, Cadillac. Uh, I think it was Cadillac Williams. Cadillac oh Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was there at the same time that Ronnie Brown. If they had that two headed monster, Cadillac yeah. Jones and Ronnie Brown. Who did Cadillac Jones play for in the pros? And I remember Ronnie Brown. Tampa. 
Tampa. Yeah. Uh, Cadillac Williams, pardon me. Cadillac Williams. Cadillac Jones. <laughs> you just gave him a nickname on the show. Um, you got to come up with a nickname for uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Easy Ed's kid at Stanford. Oh, that's easy. Uh, what is it? The Jew. <laughs> that's so wrong. All right, so they're playing in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Stanford playing Iowa. Uh, Stanford's a six-point favorite. Who do you like here? Uh, Stanford going to go Miyagi style. They're going to wax Iowa, dude. Oh, man, I, I'm way off the horse with C.J. Beathard. If you're listening to the podcast, you've heard Smokey accusing me of having daydreams of riding on a uh, uh, some horse on the beach with C.J. Beathard uh, uh, and, and my uh, man crush for C.J. Beathard and the way he plays football. Here, Stanford's defense is too much, too much Christian McCaffrey. They are going to kill them, and I like Stanford. You you left out one important thing with the imagery for you and Beathard on the horse. You're both wearing loincloths. (laughs) Oh, that's just that's that's not an image that anybody listening to the podcast wants to get in their head. Uh, I'm going to try to transition away from that as gracefully as possible. Although there is no way to to make a transition here, and I'm going to go to the the Sugar Bowl. I was really surprised that this was the Sugar Bowl, um, but we've got Oklahoma State and Ole Miss playing. Um, Ole Miss is a seven and a half point favorite. Evidently, they they like Chad Kelly in this game. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I would say this is one of the most shocking spreads to me. I, I thought it would have been much closer spread. And I agree. Potentially even the other way. And on this game, I was flip flopping more times than a fat man in a waterbed wearing a loincloth. Oh, that's a, not a good reference. That's kind of got like a sumo wrestler type. Oh. type Did I mention my... that the waterbed was oiled up? Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> which 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 side of, of this horrible uh, imagery scene did you end up? I got to take uh, Oklahoma State with the points. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's you should be less flip flopping on this one. Uh, I think it's just too many points. Ole Miss is a team that lost to Memphis that just lost to Auburn. So I, I think Oklahoma State's a pretty talented team. They should be able to – I like them getting seven and a half points. This should be, in my estimation, a pick game. But for some reason, Vegas probably knows something we don't, and they have Ole Miss a seven and a half point favorite. But I'm going to go think, the other way on that one. I think Barry Sanders is out. Yeah, I think Barry Sanders is out, and I don't think Eli Manning is playing for Ole Miss. But um, but yeah, the uh, uh, I, I agree with you there. That's only there's only one game so far. And that's the Notre Dame Ohio State game we disagree on. Um, moving on to the games on the second of January, got a couple of like kind of nothing games, but you know they got to play them. I don't know how these bowls like the Tax Slayer Bowl that we're going to talk about next, Penn State and Georgia. Don't know how they end up with these late slots, but uh, Georgia's a six and a half point favorite. Who you like? Uh, Georgia should, if Georgia doesn't cover this easily, they should be kicked out of the SEC. I agree with you there. I mean, I, I like Georgia as well. I think Hackenberg, the Georgia defense, if they do not sack him at least five times in this game, I, I don't know what they're doing. They're probably just giving up or something like that. Georgia should cover this over under I, over under Hackenberg hitting one two refs in the head with the football. Uh, <laughs> at least uh, I, I'm going to say you, you nailed it right there. He's going to hit at least two reps at in the head of the ball. That guy, 
That, that, that guy is like a, uh, the, the quarterback out of, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Necessary Roughness? Necessary Roughness, exactly. Yeah, he's just he's, he's hitting mascots, hitting refs, hitting everybody with the ball. Um, the biggest spread out of all of the games, the bowl games, is in this next matchup. And we've got Arkansas against Kansas State in the Liberty Bowl. Arkansas is a 13-point favorite. It's a lot of points. But it's not a lot of respect for all teams, as you say, that are all crappy in Kansas. Who you like in this one? First off, how did Kansas even win five games? Kansas State? Yeah. Uh, they, they play Kansas. That's one. They play both um, New Mexico teams? And then they probably played both New Mexico teams. That gets them three points. Hawaii? Three, three wins. Hawaii? Uh, a Division 2A and a bye. Hawaii? And Hawaii, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Dude... Arkansas should easily cover this again. Oh, okay. I'm going to disagree with you on this one just because I have so much in the confidence pool on Arkansas. I just know it's going to screw me somehow. And that one of these games... I'm a 40 in the confidence pool, I think. Yeah, I mean, everybody has Arkansas really high on the confidence pool in this one. I just have a feeling that it's either going to be a heart attack game and Arkansas will win it. Or Kansas State will somehow win this game outright. I, I'm going to take them in the points. Just for some reason, I think that they're going to figure out how to play Arkansas. But you're right, though. Arkansas should run away with this game. I just, I, I'm just spooked by, by this many points. Um, all right, two games left. Uh, you you want to do the – let's do the toss-up game before we do, do, do the game that, that's pretty intriguing, actually. They're both pretty close. They're both basically pick Got West Virginia and Arizona State. In the Motel 6 Cactus Bowl, God knows where they come up with these names. Uh, West Virginia's a one-point favorite, last I saw in the Vegas line. Who you like? Uh, first off, I'm shocked that Motel 6 makes the kind of money they do to sponsor a bowl game. I, I can't believe that either. I mean, that that I, does anybody really want to stay at a Motel 6 after realizing that they sponsor a bowl game? I, I, I don't see how that benefits I, them. I mean, what's what's the next game? The Econa Lodge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The Red Roof in uh, a post-game show. Econa Lodge. If you don't get killed in our hotel, it's a successful night. <laughs> That's right. Sleep with the light on. We'll keep the light on for you. Yeah. Uh, um, so, who's... West Virginia, one-point favorite. I'm taking Arizona State. Um, I think I'm taking Arizona State. Yeah, yeah, I was flip-flopping on this one more times than a fat guy in a loincloth on a greasy waterbed. And Eating pork rinds. I, I am, I am taking, <laughs> I am going to go ahead. I wound up on the other side. Uh, I'm taking West Virginia to cover the one point and win this game. Uh, that's another one we disagree on. All right, the last game we're covering in 2015, we got Oregon against TCU in the Alamo Bowl. It is a pick'em game. No spread in the game. Zero points. The over/under is somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty points. Offensive magic all over the place. Who you like in this one? More, in, in, more interestingly, do you think Oregon puts a phone call into Chip Kelly? Yes, possibly. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's definitely possible. Um, I think he left on good terms, so I, I can see that happening. Yeah, and Oregon's played much better the second half of the season. Um, I don't know. Do we know is TCU's quarterback back for this? 
I think Boykin might be back for this. I'm going to take TCU to cover this game. Okay, I agree with you on the last on the last game of the of the of the year. I agree with you. I've got TCU. Um, I just think you know I've watched Oregon's defense get absolutely destroyed at times uh, in the Pac-12, and I think TCU's defense has a little bit of something. You know, you saw how good Baylor played uh, against North Carolina, um, and and that TCU Baylor game. I know that that there were some injuries on both sides, but I like them here. I think that they're the much better team. I like them to win the uh, the toss up. And you know what, man? That that closes it out for 2015 and the bowl games. Um, you heard the national title picks. Um, I've got Clemson. Uh, Smokey's got Alabama. It's a great year. I'll give you the last word. Yeah, it's been a fun year. It's It's been a suspension full year, the douche known as Will Greer. And, uh, you know, we're, we'll see you in 2016. Uh, hit us up uh, if you want over the offseason. Let us know how recruiting's going at your favorite alma mater or university. And you can do that at SmokeyBanditCFB on Twitter or SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com. And we'll see you in September. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of